0: Good morning. Today, we will talk about China's crackdown on the handling of data by tech companies in light of the country's internet watchdog ordering over 105 applications to fix their data collection by the end of next week. We will then discuss US President Joe Biden's massive infrastructure plan as the country continues to recover steadily from the COVID induced economic slowdown. And we will finally revisit the Virgin O2 merger deal. Today is Friday, the 27th of May, I am Arunava, and you're listening to The Leader's Brief by Monk. China's internet watchdog, the Cyberspace Administration of China, or CAC, said last week that it had found 105 applications, including ByteDance's Douyin, Microsoft's Bing and LinkedIn, and Baidu, were engaged in improper collection and use of data. The CIC has ordered the firms to fix the problem within 15 days that ends next week if it wishes to avoid legal consequences. According to the Internet Watchdog, the 105 applications had violated Chinese laws by excessively collecting and illegally accessing users' personal information. Notably, the announcement comes less than a month after Beijing put in place measures outlining how apps should collect personal information, making app makers accountable for excessive data collection or collection of information without users' content. Earlier this year, China had imposed a record $2.8 billion fine on Alibaba for violations of its anti-monopoly rules, and since the beginning of last year, Beijing has steadily increased scrutiny over hundreds of tech companies operating within its borders. A large part of such investigations are made up of allegations of anti-competitive behavior. In April, the CAC had called on 13 online platforms to adhere to stricter regulations in the financial divisions. In the last two years, Beijing has become increasingly concerned about the massive influence tech companies enjoy over citizens and have been formulating several policies towards decreasing it. In a statement issued last week, the CAC said that the 105 applications had even infringed personal information through illegal access, overcollection and excessive information. Moving on to some news from the American continent, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki announced last week that Democrats have, considering Republican opposition, cut down U.S. President Joe Biden's ambitious $2.25 trillion infrastructure spending plan by over $300 billion. The spending plan proposed by the US President earlier this year had hoped to address several fronts including competing with Chinese economic activity. On a domestic level, the plan addressed climate change, elder care and affordable schooling. The infrastructure push had included $400 billion for expanding access to home or community-based care for the elderly and people with disabilities and $621 billion for the purpose of developing and repairing the country's roadways, railways and bridges and had proposed to increase corporate taxes by 6% to make up for the extra expenditure. While agreeing on the need for an infrastructural stimulus to boost the country's post-COVID recovery, Republicans have maintained that the proposed amount is much higher than should be allocated and are concerned about how the government plans to finance the spending. Alternatively, they have suggested a $568 billion infrastructure bill with a narrow focus on hard infrastructure, rural broadband and transit. The new cuts have addressed several key objections from the Republicans, including a $35 billion decrease in its planned $100 billion broadband funding and a $26 billion cut in funding requests for roads, bridges and major infrastructure projects. Making the announcement, Misaki told reporters, quote, This proposal exhibits a willingness to come down in size. She however added that the government remains firm in all areas, vital to rebuilding the country's infrastructure and industries of the future. The Republicans are unlikely to accept the offer for a deal that needs bipartisan support in Congress. Not only are they against record spendings for several areas such as elderly care, education and climate change, there is also a strong difference of opinion between the two groups on how the country would pay for the development. While President Biden has proposed to raise corporate taxes to 28% from the present 21%, the Republicans see no requirement for such an increase. They feel that a substantially reduced bill could be paid for by trapping unspent funds from the country's massive covid 19 aid package. Moving on to some news from the business world. The United Kingdom's Competition and Markets Authority, or CMA, has approved the over $44 billion merger deal between Virgin Media and Telefonica-owned O2. The deal would create a 50-50 joint venture. Liberty Global, which owns Virgin Media, and Telefonica would see a total of 46 million video broadband and mobile subscribers and $15.5 billion in revenues. The CMA had launched an inquiry into the deal as it felt the merger had possibility to threaten competitiveness in the country's telecom industry. Virgin Media and O2 will complete their transaction on June 1st, with the former CEO, Lud Schler, taking charge as chief executive of the new company. O2 CFO Patricia Cobian will take on the same role at the merged venture. Liberty Global CEO Mike Fries and Telefonica chief Jos Maria Alvarez-Pallet said in a joint statement last week, quote, This is a watershed movement in the history of telecommunications in the United Kingdom as we are now cleared to bring real choice where it hasn't existed before while investing in fiber and 5G that the United Kingdom needs to thrive, end quote. The merger hopes to capitalize on the United Kingdom's fast-growing broadband and emerging 5G market. While the companies enjoy a large share of the market, the CMA observed that there are enough companies to ensure fair competition and concluded that the deal does not threaten monopolistic practices. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Monday with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomonk to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com that is I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot dot to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate <laughs>